Hi, welcome to you, me, and CV. I'm Mike. I'm Gia. And today we're going to be talking about the pilot episode of New Girl. Yeah, New Girl was created by Elizabeth Merriweather. It premiered on Fox on September 20th, 2011 and ran for seven seasons. New Girl's streaming on Netflix, and so I'm going to start off by reading the Netflix description. So here it is. Is she just a dork or plain nuts? Who cares? For three single guys, their new roommate is adorable and eccentric. Oh. What do you think about that description? I don't love it. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it, but no. she's adorable and she's eccentric. Wow. Though, so the whole package. That's, you know, if that came out now, if there was just a new show on Netflix and you just saw that description, would you watch it? I don't think I would. I probably would not either. No. But at the time, I'll tell you what, I was psyched to watch New Girl. Also, it, this description and also the title of the show feels like the show is going to be focused on just this one character, the, nah. the girl, but it's more of an ensemble show. It's right? an ensemble cast, and, and I'd say in some ways, I feel like it focuses more on the guys than, yeah. than Zoe Deschanel's character. Yeah, and I would say all of them are kind of quirky and eccentric in their own ways, all I, of the characters I would the say show, so. each and every person in this show is adorable and eccentric. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so hey, this show, it stars Zoe Deschanel as mm-hmm. Jessica Day. Yeah. And, um, well, let's just get right into the episode. Okay. So the first scene, we see a shot of Jess. She's looking not directly at Jess the camera. Jess is Zoe Deschanel. Right. She's mm-hmm. looking not directly into the camera, but she's she's talking to someone we can't really see, and she's telling her story, and she says that it's kind of like a horror movie where where the person is about to get killed, and they're they're running from the, the killer, and, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, no, they're getting killed, and that's kind of how it starts off, but then we see, I guess, a flashback to two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and so yep. we've got her... In a cab, and she's talking to Cece. Cece is her her, her friend, best friend, her best who's friend, a model. Mm-hmm, played by Hannah Simone. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about how she's gonna go surprise her boyfriend. She's gonna come home early and surprise him. Mm-hmm. What's she planning on doing? So she's in the back of the cab right now, wearing nothing but a trench coat and a strategically placed bow. That That's we'll true. See later. We'll see that but, later. Um, so she's she's like coming home early, I guess, from like a trip to the place where she lives with her boyfriend of several years, Spencer. Um, and so she's going to surprise him showing up dressed just in the trench coat. She's planning she, to be very sexy well, when she's she gets got, there. She's got kind of this stripper character too that oh, she's yeah, developed. She's got this whole like backstory in her head. Because Cece is on the phone character. with her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she's asking her like, well, what's this? What's this character's name? And she goes Rebecca Johnson, and she <laughs> yeah. says like your stripper name is Rebecca Johnson, and she's like, boobies Johnson, two boobs Johnson. Yeah, and she's like, I'm a stripper with a heart of gold, working my way through college. And so like she- we can see in the, in all of this that that Zoe Deschanel's character Jess is kind of innocent. Uh-huh. Maybe a little naive, uh-huh. but you know, just a fun and kind very of, quirky, very quirky as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then she arrives at Spencer's apartment. Mm-hmm. By this time, she, the idea in her head has evolved the character to um, Tiger Boobs is the name. Well, she says she Tiger Boobs. On. In that point, I was looking at an old review of the show and the part where they talk about her saying Tiger Boobs. They said that might be a reference to Charlie Sheen. If you remember, this came out in like 2011. Charlie Sheen at the time was talking about tiger blood, and that was like a whole big thing. Uh, I don't know if that's intended to be a reference to that, but I think it's the same. He was talking about winning. Yeah, he was saying winning all the time. Hashtag winning. And then doesn't Donald Trump do that now? He might. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But Tiger Blood was his whole thing. And okay. Tiger Boobs. I, it could have been a reference to that. I don't I know. I see that. It was a different time. I mean, mm-hmm. it works without the reference. Yeah. So so she shows up at um, her house that she shares with Spencer. She's doing a, she's doing a little bit of a dance. It's like an a awkward... little like, kind of striptease yeah. dance. In this she's singing a song, coat. too. Yeah, she made up a little theme song for herself, which ends up... Um, evolving into the theme song for the show New Girl. Right, and in her song, it's it's Who's That Girl? Who's That Girl? It's a slightly different tune uh-huh. than the actual theme song, but it's uh, sort of ironic, I guess, because she's singing, not realizing that Spencer is with another girl who has just yeah. come out, so there really is a question of, uh, wait a second, who is that girl? Yeah. And she sees him, and um, then you see a shot of the bow uh-huh. Kind of just drop to the ground. Drop to the ground. Um when she when she sees that Spencer is there with another girl. And then it goes back to that opening shot where Jess is talking to someone we don't know at this mm-hmm. point, and then we reveal that she's being interviewed by three guys, Schmidt, Coach, 
and mm-hmm. Nick. And so those are the guys that live in this apartment. And she says, I'm sorry, what was the question again? And Nick says, do you have any pets? And that's kind of the that's kind of the opening before we get to the opening sequence there. So, yeah. um, you know, she needs a new place to live. That's sort of the premise here in the beginning. She will be that new girl. Let's talk about some of those guys that she sees there for just a minute before we get too far into it. We've okay. got Coach, played by Damon Wayans Jr. Mm-hmm. And he's only in the first episode. He comes back later on, not to give too many mm-hmm. things away, but that he is eventually replaced by Lamorne Morris, who plays Winston. Yeah, so I'm I'm really glad they didn't just pretend it was the same character. Oh, like a Fresh Prince, uh, Aunt, Aunt Vivian. Aunt Vivian? Yeah, yeah, Aunt Viv, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aunt Viv that they replaced with different actors yeah, from or, time um, to time. Becky on Roseanne. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. There's a lot of shows that did that. So we've got Coach. We've got Schmidt, played by Max Greenfield. Um, he's fantastic. Oh yeah. I like him. And mm-hmm. then we've also got Nick, played by Jake Johnson. Mm-hmm. And those are the three guys that live in this apartment. Yeah, and it's. It's an all-star cast. Everybody does a really good job. Although I, I'll say I'm glad that Damon Wayans um, ended up leaving the show after the pilot because I think Winston was a better character than Coach. I think so too. Yeah, and I, I so. love Damon Wayans Jr. But he's fantastic he, on happy endings. So yeah, which it, is why it all he works left out. New Girl. You, you might say it was happy a happy ending. For everybody. Yeah. You might say that. I <laughs> personally might. would not because that'd be stupid, <laughs> but I did. Yeah. Anyways, the next thing we see is the opening sequence, mm-hmm. and it's different than the opening sequence that they go with eventually later on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a shortened version of the song. Mm-hmm. Do you want to sing the song at all? It's like, who's that girl? It's Jess. There you go. Guys, if you like Gia singing, make sure when you're leaving us those five-star <laughs> reviews on iTunes that you say, by the way, Gia's singing? Fantastic. <laughs> I know I do love the theme song to this show. I used to sing it a lot around mm-hmm. our apartment. Mm-hmm. A little bit of, who's that girl? It's Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that. I think it's a fun song. It's catchy. Yeah. In the actual opening sequence in later episodes, in the first season there's a whole thing where all the guys are like holding different set pieces and mm-hmm. there's a little dance number and While all that she's singing yeah mm-hmm. it's a fun song it's catchy i like it it really is so after we get that opening sequence then we get back in the apartment and we're kind of back where we left off mm-hmm. one thing so jess mentions she says when when she read the ad she thought that this was an apartment full of women because she yeah. you know found like a craigslist ad or whatever to live with some people yeah. and um and it's like, because they were using words in the ad like sun-soaked and beigey and that's like (laughs) schmidt wrote the ad they Uh reveal and that's really in tune with schmidt's character yeah he's a really if you have not watched the show schmidt is just one of my favorite characters and you can see these little pieces of of him in this first episode because he really does grow and develop but you know they knew where they were going with him it sounds like sexual is the word you would use to describe schmidt i think so i would definitely say he is that is around the time when they were still throwing around the world. I think they were still throwing it around at that point. I, think it, I mean, it came out a lot earlier, I think. Yeah, when uh, the original Queer Eye was on, I think. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. yeah. So Schmidt, at, some, at one point there, takes his shirt off as they are talking. And... Um, <laughs> He says, uh, what about these? These look beigey to you, kind of gesturing towards <laughs> his body. <laughs> is that when they make him put money in the, the jar? It's, it's close. They don't seem to make him do it at that point because Coach mentions that he's his personal trainer. Uh-huh. And he's like, this is kind of the coach that, the, the house that Coach built right mm-hmm. here. Uh, but it is when he says, this is LLS. Oh, Lady, yeah. Ladies love Schmidt. Yeah, which, That's when they make him put some money in the douchebag jar. Yeah. Also, L- that is something that you do. Look, I you've, say it. You've referred to LLM lot. before. Well, ladies love. Well, ladies love, love cool, cool Mike. Mike. Yeah, because it comes yeah. from LL Cool J. Ladies love yeah. Cool James, which I learned from LL Cool J's Behind the Music, which I watched at some point in the 90s or the early 2000s. And um, But no, they make him put money in the douchebag jar. The douchebag jar is kind of like, it's kind of like a swear jar. Yeah. You know, where you got to put money in it from time time to time yeah. like if in a swear jar it's when you swear in a douchebag jar it's when you, you when you do something where you act like a douchebag yeah and so it's just kind of sitting like on a table in their apartment in their their loft where they all live and um, i think it's specifically for schmidt yeah i don't think anybody else has to put anything bag. in the douchebag yeah. jar at, um, at least at this point yeah and we watched <laughs> we um when we were preparing for this podcast we out watch this pilot episode with commentary from the creator and the producers of the show. And they said um, the douchebag jar, they kind of have it in there to show that Schmidt is aware of how douchey he is and he's working on changing that. That's good. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think this show does a really good job of building all the characters. 
you get to know all of them really well. I think so. They're all yeah. pretty developed. And you, you learn a lot about them in just this first episode yeah, as well, which sometimes you don't or they change things or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think you do learn a lot about them in the first episode. One thing that we do learn too is that Nick recently got dumped. So Nick played by Jake Johnson. Mm-hmm. He was recently dumped. There's a little cutaway scene of him. I think he's getting dumped in the cutaway. And he's by like, no. Caroline? Yeah. Uh, yeah, by Caroline, played by Mary Elizabeth Ellis, who is the waitress on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And it's so hard to think of her as anything other than the waitress. And she's in so sunny. many things, but yeah. she is the waitress. She is. That's all she you are. That, not that there's anything wrong with just being the waitress. No. But, uh, we also see uh, a little bit later, as they're kind of talking, and you know, she's being interviewed, Jess is being interviewed. Jess says at one point um, that she's going to be up front with them. And she says, I'm kind of emotional right now because of the breakup. So I'll probably probably be watching Dirty Dancing at least six or seven times <laughs> a day. Uh, that's That Dirty Dancing, that's going to come up a lot in this pilot episode. Yeah. Have you ever seen Dirty Dancing? Well, you have. We have watched I it together. Have seen Dirty Dancing? <laughs> yes. That I was, love that was like my segue of a question that I know the answer yeah. to. It wasn't good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I, I watched said, a lot of Dirty Dancing. It's yeah. a really good movie. I've only seen it one time. I think you made me watch it. Made you watch it? Didn't you enjoy you it? You showed it's great. it. It's It was fine. It's so good. I was it very impressed really by music. Patrick Swayze. Well, who isn't? Who know. wouldn't be? Yeah. yeah. We recently watched, though, Dirty Dancing is going to come up in a lot <laughs> in here, so let's just bring it up now. You re- recently watched the made-for-TV yes. movie? Yes. Because I just found out about it. There was a couple years ago a made-for-TV shot-by-shot remake of Dirty Dancing starring Abigail Breslin. As of ba- Little Miss Sunshine fame? Yeah, of Little Miss Sunshine fame as Baby, and I don't even know who the guy was playing Johnny. It was, Wasn't Sarah Hyland in this movie too, I think? Yeah, she plays um the sister, yeah. baby sister. But that, it was terrible. It was so bad. But it was available to watch. Um, on Amazon. On Amazon. I and I don't think the original was available anywhere. So, so I watched it. We watched that. It wasn't worth it. Our baby liked the music, though. <laughs> he did. He was into he it. He was into it. Yeah. So that's Jess is kind of talking about, you know, they, should she be allowed to live there? Are they going to let her live there? Because they're interviewing her. And she does say something that, that kind of seals the deal. She mentions something about her friends. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. She says that. <laughs> That um her she so since she moved out of her and Spencer's place um since she found out he was cheating on her she moved in with her best friend Cece who's a model so she mentions that to the guy she says my best friend's a model all her friends are models and she's sick of living with them so for Schmidt that's like a no brainer we need to get this yeah this he girl to move in with us so that. We have access to her model friends, right? As soon as she says that, he goes, how soon can you move in? Yeah. Yeah. Schmidt picks up on that right away. Yeah. So Schmidt wants her to move in. Mm -hmm. Um, Coach doesn't want to live with a girl. No, he wants to be able to let his beans lay out or something. He says something like that. And Nick is unsure. He's... um, He's, he's on the fence. Yeah, he's on the fence. He says there are pros and cons. He's lived with a girl before, his right. his ex, Carolyn. Um, so yeah. he goes through some of those pros and cons. One now, of the pros he mentions is that girls are good at folding Girls things. are good at folding. Are they, <laughs> though? Really like, I'm not great at yeah, it. I'm pretty good at folding. So. Yeah, you're better. Speaking of living with someone, I feel like I want to bring this up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because there are pros and cons of living with a woman um, uh-huh. and um, one con and it's not just women this could happen to anybody I don't want to sound sexist or anything like that but uh-huh. you know sometimes you know it's it's late at night and, and <laughs> you hear a noise in the house and you could get scared and you know you bring someone else into the mix like that you know they're bringing in a female roommate she could get scared you know right. potentially so I know where this is going okay so last night <laughs> last night at around I, I think it was three in the morning perhaps can I tell my side of no. the story? No. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> last night, Gia wakes me up around three o'clock in the morning and she says, I just heard someone come up the stairs. Run and up the stairs. They run up, up the, the stairs. stairs. You and were now, already asleep. I was like getting ready for bed and I heard that. Right. Mm-hmm. And now, and just a side note, we have a cat. I just, that's going to be relevant <laughs> for later in the story. She said she heard someone run up the stairs. And so. I'm like, wait, what? Like, cause you know, I'm, I'm groggy. I just woke up and, and I'm like, you, someone's upstairs in our house. And, and so I start walking toward the door and, and I'm nervous and I kind of peek my head out and I, you know, I hear something that maybe sounds like our cat. Okay. And so I'm thinking mm-hmm. it's the cat, right? It's, 
it's got to be the cat. Now, you know, we host a podcast, and, and as podcast hosts, we also listen to a lot of podcasts. And and, mm-hmm. and this is just a side note here. There's a lot of great times you can listen to a podcast. You can listen to it in the morning <laughs> when you're getting ready. You can listen to it on your drive. Can I tell you a time that's not a good time to listen to a podcast? There is at, no bad time. Well, at 3 o'clock in the morning. I was when, listening to it when I was getting ready for bed. Cool. Okay. But at 3 o'clock in the morning, when you are trying to see if there is an intruder in your home. Well, I turned it way down. <laughs> So as I'm peeking out the door of our bedroom and I hear, you know, I hear something out there, I also hear voices and I hear laughing and I hear (laughs) men's voices laughing. Now it turns out those men were Paul Shear and Jason Manzoukas. Yeah. (laughs) But in the moment, I thought, we're going to die because she heard someone come up the stairs. There's definitely someone up the stairs and there's definitely men's voices. Um, <laughs> but it turns out that uh, it was just our cat running up the stairs and that Gia um, was listening to a podcast. Yeah. How did this get made? Yeah. Is so, the name of the podcast. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you are deciding whether or not to live with someone, just, uh, <laughs> you know, you should be aware of their podcast listening habits, their, their fear of cats coming up the stairs at night it was i really i i'm not even exaggerating when i thought this this is it i was moments <laughs> away from calling 911 i was very scared so anyway that's just a little sidebar there about what it's like living with someone did you want to give your side of the story cuz i'm not sure there's any other sides to that i think that pretty much covered it yeah, I think yeah. that was it <laughs> so anyways they do decide to let Jess with, live with them and uh, they say that uh, Jess says, you're not going to regret this. And then it cuts immediately to Jess later, I guess, that night on the couch, crying, watching Dirty Dancing. Yeah. And um, so you know, they might regret it a little bit. And this is not the bit. first time she's watched it, right? No, well, yeah. no. Then it cuts to another morning or something after like a commercial break. And they say like she's been doing this all week because now she's still crying watching Dirty yeah. Dancing. Yeah. Now, by, by the way, have you ever like moved in with people... That you didn't know beforehand. Is, is this you doing a segue kind of thing where it's like my last segue? Yeah, <laughs> I have to pretend. Actually, that technically, I, don't I have. Know you. I did move in with. Well, I met him like once. You know, one of my roommates in college. I oh. didn't know him that well, so. Yeah. But, I mean, I knew most of them. It was like one guy. Yeah. But uh, you've done that. I did. Moving yep. to New York City. Yeah, I moved to New York City. I moved there just for like six months for an internship, but I just had to um, look for a roommate on Craigslist. So I found somebody and I moved into the apartment and it was like winter when I moved in with this girl and she was like, she was around my size. She was like a, I was, I'm like 5'2". She was like around my height and mm-hmm. it, it was winter. So she was wearing like a lot of big sweaters and I didn't spend a whole lot of time in the apartment at first because I was like either going to work or I was going out exploring the city. So it was like a couple of weeks before I was alone in the apartment and I really started to kind of look around and then I that's when I noticed on the um, bookshelves there were a bunch of framed pictures of my roommate and she's a female bodybuilder she's like all like super muscular and like greased up in like all these competitions Um, and there's pictures of that all over the apartment and I had no idea. Yeah. So (laughs) that was a fun thing that I learned about my Craigslist roommate a few weeks into living with her. Well, Hey, if you're going to move to New York city (laughs) and you don't know anybody, it's good to have a roommate. That's like very strong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So if somebody had, if somebody had come up those stairs, stairs, she would have knocked them out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's good to know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So back to new girl. Right. In the next scene then, well, I guess they're, they're still, it's kind of morning at the apartment there. Mm -hmm. Um, everybody's there at one point we do find out that there's this wild west party that's going to be going on and uh nick i guess schmidt asked nick that to call his ex-girlfriend caroline to get them on the list for the party so that's something mm-hmm. that comes up they kind of tease that that's going to yeah, come schmidt back later really on. wants to go to that party because he thinks he looks really good dressed up as a cowboy he makes and a very he, cute cowboy yeah and he wants to hook up with a girl who's dressed like a native american right he <laughs> does he does and they get more into that in just a little bit <laughs> um before that we do see coach and we see schmidt both make attempts to cheer Jess up while she's crying on the couch watching Dirty Dancing because she's just been laying there for days. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach's approach is a little stern. He goes over <laughs> the couch and uh, he just kind of looks at her and he goes, stop it, stop, <laughs> <Yeah>. stop it. 
<laughs> and um, and then Schmidt comes over and um, he invites her out with them tonight after work, so they can all go out tonight. Yeah, and, and they're gonna help her like meet somebody get a rebound. new. To, yeah, to get yeah. over her breakup. Yeah. yeah, and at that point too, Jess sings a little theme song for herself, which is that "Who's That Girl?" Mm-hmm. It's Jess, mm-hmm. and um, the guys are not impressed by that. She does a lot of singing in this episode. I think that she doesn't do as much singing as the show goes on. She's still goofy and awkward, yeah. and I think she um, there's some episodes where she sings in moments where it makes sense, uh-huh. but I don't think she does as much of this where she's just singing as she's going yeah, about her day. Because when she's like singing that little theme song, I think Nick is like, "Did she just?" make up a theme song for herself right. and Schmidt's like I'm gonna fix it because Schmidt <laughs> kind of feels I think responsible for for her living with all of them since he convinced the other guys that she should move in right yeah so in the next part they're getting ready to go out mm-hmm. and it's it's evening now they do mention that party again and the full name of that wild west party is the wild wild west charity auction for poverty <laughs> <laughs> that's fun um mm-hmm. we see we do see jess in this part this is so this is the part where schmidt's talking about wanting to find a nice uh, girl dressed as a native american and um <laughs> he's talking about all that then you see jess come out of the shower because she was sh- in the shower she showers in a swimsuit uh, a one-piece swimsuit um that was something i don't know if you caught that at all or no, she might have just been shaving her that. legs. Is well, no, because she went is in it there to shower. Shared bathroom. That I she's guess doing she mu- maybe she's not quite like, comfortable yet. There's just one bathroom in this loft, and by the way, it's like I guess it's like a converted like it's a converted like a factory, factory or kind of space. So there's like there's like lockers, there's, lockers, in there's the urinals, apartment. and it's yeah, a big there's open urinals bathroom. Urinals in the bathroom, so like people are in there while other people are showering. Right, kind yeah. of like Ally McBeal. I don't know. Sure. I don't know if you remember when Ally McBeal um, was on in the late '90s. There was like a coat. There <laughs> I was do, like, no, I do there remember was, when Ally McBeal was no, on but, in the late '90s. What I'm saying is, there it was like a thing that there was like a co-ed bathroom oh, no. at the firm where Ally McBeal worked at the, the law firm. So like men and women would be in there at the same time. There were a lot of scenes that, that took show, place in a bathroom, pushing the envelope. And that, yeah, and that was like a big like cultural thing at really? the time. Everybody was talking about that. So was anybody do that in New Girl. was anybody talking about the co-ed bathroom in uh what was it in the college on Boy Meets World? Boy Meets World. They had co-ed oh, yeah. bathrooms. I think they when they went talk to college. About that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what does Jess say, though, when she gets out of the shower, when she's talking to Schmidt about meeting a nice lady? Oh, so she <laughs> so Jess is like, Schmidt, I know you really want to go to this party, but wouldn't it be better to find a girl you really care about to motorboat? Then maybe if you're super lucky, you find a girl who will motorboat you right back. And then I think, um, is it Nick who says, I don't think she knows what motorboating means. Right, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Schmidt was talking about wanting to motorboat uh, someone. So. Yeah. Well, showing Jess's innocence there. Uh-huh. She's very naive. Right. And then mm-hmm. the next part, we see a little part with uh, Coach talking to Jess about um, as they're getting ready. He, he mentions, because he's a personal trainer, mm-hmm. and his boss at work is saying he's not good at talking to the women that he trains. Mm-hmm. My so, bodybuilding roommate was also a personal trainer. Hey, so there you go. Yeah. And um, so he is talking to Jess, trying to get some advice on how to better. This scene kind of just feels like it's just serving to just put another scene with the two of them in there uh-huh. because it's like why are they having this scene right now but yeah. it's a pilot you got to throw some stuff in there yeah but Jess says uh um well first of all maybe think about what women like to talk about you know like use me for practice and coach kind of stammering a little bit says uh all right uh, um shopping is that fun for you guys and Jess says yeah shopping's fun uh the other day I bought a pair of jeggings they look like jeans but they're really je- they're really leggings and, and then Coach goes, uh, you, uh, I, uh, who cares? Yeah, and he who just, cares? he just shouts it. And she's like, um, a few things you should work on, like, um, maybe your, your tone and, um, your rage. Um, a fun fact so, about the, um, jeggings, though, when we were watching with commentary, there's like this whole other, I don't know if it's a whole other storyline or whatever but when we watched the dvd with commentary they mentioned that coach is actually wearing those jeggings throughout the rest of the episode oh, yeah. and at one point cuts <laughs> them off to make them into jegging shorts so yeah but i would say this scene and all the scenes with coach are the weakest ones for me in this episode like the the like shouting mm-hmm. out of nowhere it just kind of it doesn't feel 
natural to me. Yeah, because that's all he does is in those two scenes, the last two scenes we see him, he just shouts at her. Yeah, it's kind of over the top. So I am glad that they ended up going with a different character after this first episode. Those are the weakest moments. Yeah, I think so because Winston is just great. Yeah, he's he is. probably my favorite character. He's pretty great. I'm Although sad I really we don't like get Schmidt. to talk about him in this. Yeah, yeah everybody's have, really good on this show, but with the exception of Coach. That's true. People have uh, compared me to Schmidt, and I don't know if it's because mm-hmm. the ladies love Schmidt, the ladies love Cool Mike. I, you know, I can't <laughs> exactly explain I think why. It might be the OCD tendencies it could be that. Maybe the yeah, arrogance also. The, the grooming, the, the male grooming. He does a lot of grooming. Yeah, and I do a lot of grooming. Yeah. What's the one episode? This is a later episode but where schmidt is talking about his mango chutney that he uses oh, on yeah. his skin chutney. <laughs> um anyway the next scene let's jump a little bit here uh after that scene they are now at the bar they're out for the evening and this mm-hmm. is the same bar that in later episodes they're they're all hanging out at and yeah uh, and basically the three guys are going to be wingmen for jess right tonight. get her a rebound and nick mm-hmm. actually works at the bar too we'll see him behind mm-hmm. the uh, counter there behind the bar and um we see at one point, Schmidt's uh, friends, Benjamin and uh, P-Funk, we later find out, I think his name is Peter, they show up and they mm-hmm. are, well, Benjamin is is a very annoying looking man and a kind mm-hmm. of obnoxious. He's been in some things I think he shows too. up in a later episode of this, right? Oh yeah, he's yeah. around for a little bit, at least through the, the first season, one. maybe in yeah. the second season too. And um, they they talking about the Wild West party mm-hmm. and Schmidt's, you know, he, he can't, he's not on the list yet. So mm-hmm. he's kind of upset about that. But we do see them. We see in there. that he's Schmidt is really competitive with these friends, right? right. Yeah. 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 At one point, I think Nick says, "Why are you friends with these guys?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're clearly jerks. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we see at one point Nick and Jess are talking, and and Jess is just she's just very she's hard at hiding her awkwardness or her goofiness or whatever it is and there's mm-hmm. a little cutaway to her as a child playing the acoustic guitar and singing what if god was one of us <laughs> yeah um and then there's a part where nick and jess they kind of have a moment while nick is behind the bar and jess is sitting at the bar and they kind of talk about how they both are handling their recent breakups because his breakup mm-hmm. was six months ago hers was just a couple weeks ago um and they kind of talk about their different outlooks on life and i, mm-hmm. I really like this scene because it's not a hundred percent clear in this first episode that they are the will they or won't they kind of couple, but yeah, it does become honestly, clear right away. It's no spoiler to say yeah. they're the weird will they or won't they I couple. I didn't pick up on that right away when we first watched this show back in 2011. I think you did. I did, yeah. Yeah, but I did not that they were like gonna be a central couple for right. the show. Yeah. Yeah, but that scene I think really like it. It puts that idea in the viewer's head. Yeah, and um. We mentioned this show was created by Elizabeth Merriweather. She, the premise of the show, uh, I guess, was based on kind of a real life uh, relationship she had with a, a friend of hers um, where they had both been broken up with by their significant others who started dating each other. And then a kind of friendship developed by the between the two people who had gotten dumped. So that was kind of the jumping off point for, for the show New Girl. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So after this part where they're talking, we see P-Funk, Peter, uh, come up and kind of hit on Jess, which Nick's not hitting on Jess. It's not like he comes in and no. sweeps her away or whatever, but uh, he hits on Jess. They talk. She's got a little line. He says, uh, and it's just kind of in the background. He says, I like your glasses. And she says, they help me see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then we also find out there that uh, because uh, Benjamin uh, Schmidt's friend comes up and kind of is, uh, you know, kind of teasing them about not being able to get into the party. And uh, then we do find out that Nick did text Caroline and mm-hmm. uh, they're getting into the party. So mm-hmm. they're going to be going to that Wild West party. So how is Caroline getting them into the party? Is she like a it sounds like PR she's, person or something? Yeah, it sounds she, like, like she's involved. events or yeah, something like that? Okay. Something like that. Yeah. And then Jess has gotten a date with Peter tomorrow night. So mm-hmm. that's where we, we leave off at the bar. And then um, the next scene, we're at the apartment. It's the next night. It's mm-hmm. the night of the Wild Wild West party. It's mm-hmm. also the night of uh, of Jess's date. Yeah. And um, we see a similar shot, shot to as the one in the beginning where Jess was like being interviewed by the three guys. But mm-hmm. instead of Jess sitting there, it's uh, it's Cece. Yeah, Jess's model friend, Cece, played by Hannah Simone. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. side note about Hannah Simone, too. She's got a new show coming out on ABC. And uh, I don't know when it's coming out. I think they've they've shot some episodes mm-hmm. or they did a pilot or something like that. And it's going to be based on her own life. 
um, yeah. which is kind of cool. It's a, uh, it's about her and her Indian American immigrant father. So, and she's, I think she wrote it or co-wrote it and executive producing it and as well. And I think well. she's starring in it. I'm yeah, not, I, uh, I'm you know, not no, I don't, no, I'm not that. sure. No, I know. I think she's starring yeah. in it. Yeah, but guess we I don't really know. like her. We really like everybody on this show. Yeah, yeah. they're everybody on this show is great. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, so it's her on the couch and she's being interviewed by the guys and the guys are kind of at least Coach and Schmidt are, are really just kind of taken with her. She's, yeah, she's she's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> she is, and all the guys are like pretty awkward about it right um, or at least schmidt and coach are i don't know that I, nick is the same level of impressed as, as yeah the other nick, two nick's kind of his his own she's maybe she's not his type I she's don't probably think. not his type no yeah schmidt has a line and he says uh what is it cc cecilia Tichelia? <laughs> tell me what your hopes and dreams are are you warm i'm a little I'm a little warm right now, and then he starts to take off his sh- his shirt as yeah, he did so in the opening scene. Yeah, so this is the scene. second time in one episode that he's mm, taking his true? shirt off. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, there it is," and he like flexes, and then Cece says, "Please put your shirt back on. Yeah, Please Cece don't make me laugh at you." Unimpressed by all of this. Unimpressed, which he does yeah. have a good physique, but no, it's, um, it's you know, fine. it's not like he's like ripped yeah. uh, and huge or anything like that. But then <laughs> Schmidt says. Can I hit you up with some tea? A little herb tea? Uh, oh my God, how good is that? For real, what? A little peamint tea? Yum, right? How sweet. A little tea bag action? And I wasn't, I wasn't talking about. <laughs> and that line is just, Schmidt is just fantastic. I really enjoy Schmidt. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and at that point, too, Nick hands Schmidt the douchebag jar. So, yeah. Douchebag moment for him. Um, Everybody's we, keeping Schmidt in check. We're, they're, they're, they're trying. trying. They're trying. <laughs> you know, and we'll find out later, too. And they don't address this. And this isn't really a spoiler because it comes up in the first season, but is that Schmidt has somewhat recently lost a lot of weight a ton of weight a ton of weight yeah we see later in later episodes some flashbacks of him in college uh hanging out with nick and and he is you know there's the prosthetics and everything because he's Uh he's he's a big yeah so he's really proud of his new physique he worked hard to get it yeah yeah yeah. so he's not just douchey out of nowhere i guess he he feels almost entitled to to be this way right so um that's a little bit of his backstory Mm -hmm. anyway the next part we see in jess's room she's laying on the floor she's in overalls and high heels and Cece's in there like what's what's going yeah. on You're, you've got a date tonight what are you doing in overalls <laughs> she wanted yes. to look like a like a sexy farmer's daughter yeah but it's not it's a classic look right yeah. <laughs> it's not working for her I don't think so when they come out um after they get ready there Jess and Cece have switched outfits yeah Cece was wearing this like really slinky little black dress mm-hmm. so um she gives that to Jess since Jess apparently doesn't know how to dress right. for a for a hot date and there's almost like a uh, a she's all that moment there yeah yeah when Jess when comes she walks out, out in she's that not dress. wearing her glasses yeah and all three of the guys are pretty um they're surprised. impressed yeah they're surprised yeah, they're, they're impressed. impressed they're surprised to yeah. see her looking hot Right, mm-hmm. and then um, the next scene, the Wild Wild West party. Mm-hmm. It's a big kind of club kind of atmosphere. We're just outside of it, and there's like a line and all yeah. that kind of stuff. We see Nick, and uh, he finds Caroline, mm-hmm. and he asks why she dumped him um, because yeah. they they kind of they're well they're making up they're not making up and it's like I guess they're she, he asks her like uh, oh thanks for letting us to the party and she says you can pay me back by going and getting a drink with me and they're gonna go do that but he says before we do that i want to ask why you dumped me and that's something that was in that moment that jess and nick had earlier she kind of asked do you know why she dumped you and that Mm kind of thing so that's where that comes from Mm -hmm. and she says i didn't realize you cared about me until we broke up Mm -hmm. and um and this is kind of a key theme for i guess the first season and maybe even beyond that nick trying to get over Caroline and I feel like they end up later on kind of villainizing Caroline but her answer to this question that um, Nick just asked why did you dump me I think shows that she's not really a bad guy she says um, I didn't know that you liked me until after we had broken up right like she didn't know that he cared about her and you can kind of see how Nick might not be great at demonstrating that he cares about somebody. Yeah, I think that line is a really good 
um, indicator and, and, uh, it really shows cause that is what Nick is like. He, uh-huh. he holds in his feelings uh-huh. and he's kind of, he's not like he's too cool for things, but he just doesn't, he doesn't process things in the same way that other people do. He kind of keeps it in. Yeah. There's so a scene th- in a, in an episode a little later. I think it's the first season. It might be the second where Schmidt gets a cookie for, mm-hmm. um, for Nick. Cause and, he was thinking about him. Cause he, he just cause he was thinking him. about yeah. it. And Nick is just like, what? Why'd you? Why'd you get me a cookie? Uh-huh. I've never thought about you ever. And so yeah. Nick, you know, he's not that he's like self-absorbed like Schmidt is, because Schmidt clearly isn't. Yeah. He got his friend a cookie. But Nick is just kind of that old man mentality of just kind of holding uh-huh. it all in. And uh-huh. um, and she and Caroline is villainized a little bit later on, but I think they kind of portray it as maybe that Nick isn't actually happy when he's with her you know i Uh I think you get that kind of uh, a sense from their relationship a little bit later on yeah but that will be nick's kind of personal growth um path i guess as the series goes on is um getting more comfortable with his emotions yeah um, letting people in Mm -hmm. and letting people know he cares about them yeah yeah so again the show just does a really good job of setting up um people everybody's character and their um their personal strengths and weaknesses i guess yeah it really is you know on last week was that last week two weeks ago we talked about friends Mm -hmm. and on friends those characters those characters all developed yeah um but you know friends was a multi-camera sitcom with a laugh track and all that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. although they they did develop i mean um, I would say that the characters in something like New Girl, these characters really, you really get deep into each and every single one of these characters. Yeah, it's very clear what everybody needs to work on to ultimately get what they want, with what's going to make them happy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the next part then, so after Nick is talking to Caroline, we do see that uh, Jess's date, P-Funk, Peter, has uh-huh. arrived at the Wild Wild West party. Yeah. Which, well, why is he there? He's supposed to be on a date with Jess. Yeah, and they, they ask they ask him. The guys and, ask him. Yeah, the guys mm-hmm. ask him, and he says that uh, Jess texted him like seven times yeah, already. Yeah, that was a big turnoff for him. Yeah, and they're like, well, did you like cancel the date, or what's going on? He's like, yeah, I called her. <laughs> and so, uh, so, yeah, he's just ghosting her. He's just not going to show right, up. Right, and he stood her up. Yeah. Which I don't know why... P Funk would have made a date for the same night as the Wild Wild West party. Yeah, anyways. he could have made he it was, for next week or we something. We knew he was going yeah, to the Wild Wild West on. party. Oh, <laughs> all right, a little bit of a plot hole there. But maybe. Jess, meanwhile, <laughs> is waiting at the restaurant, waiting to meet this guy. Um, she's been waiting there for a while. Mm-hmm. The hostess keeps coming back to see if she needs anything. If um, when is her date coming back and. Jess is asking for more bread. Yeah, she says, uh, <laughs> She says, do you have anything else that is free but also has bread in it? Because the like the good bread I ate and uh, all that's left is the, the kind of like the health bread. <laughs> I could really relate to that. I <laughs> I like bread, but I don't like brown breads. You don't like Wheat brown breads? Bread. I don't want it. Like Get when it we go here. to uh, the Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> they give yeah. you the good bread and they give you the brown bread. Yeah, I like the brown bread. I don't. I'm into the brown I bread. I don't believe that anyone actually likes it. I want the sourdough bread. You throw a little I bit of butter on it. it. Wow. No. Well, <laughs> and... Uh, they tell her that she's got to give up the table because yeah. she's there just by herself. She's not eating bread anything. and drinking water. Yeah. yeah. At this point, too, she says, can I just can I please just stay just a little bit longer? Mm-hmm. And after I watched the episode like five times, because I was watching it <laughs> a bunch of times to take some notes over it, uh, I realized that was actually a reference to that song, Stay. Oh, won't you stay just a little bit longer? Which is a song in Dirty Dancing. Exactly, because that mm-hmm. whole Dirty Dancing theme kind of going throughout. Oh, mm-hmm. won't you stay? <laughs> oh, you are better at hitting that high note than I am. <laughs> Well, if you like my singing, hey, throw that on your <laughs> iTunes review too, as long as there's five stars. Anyways, um, so that's a reference to that line. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like subtle. like it's Yeah, not very subtle. Uh, but then the guys show up and uh, they say, we're here, we're here, yeah, we're, we're her they, date. They made the valiant move of leaving 
the wild wild west party to go save jess because they know she's going to be sad that she got stood up right and you could say we we, we bring this up in a, a few of our episodes sometimes in those pilot episodes they want to make sure that we really care about these characters and uh-huh. so this is an example of a sort of saving the cat if yeah you will, which is that where happens in a lot of pilot episodes. it does it does where they um you know they show that we should care about them by doing a really good deed. Yeah, some even sort. if they're douches who need a douchebag jar, there's still something good inside something them that we should root for. Them. So right? yeah, they, they show up and they're like, we're, we're all her dates. Uh, Nick says, we're her boyfriends. We're reverse Mormons. One man just isn't <laughs> enough for her. <laughs> and um, she, she starts, uh, well, she starts, you know, she's happy they're all there. And yeah. um, I think she starts crying a little bit and Nick uh-huh. wants to cheer her up and, and Nick starts to sing. And I think it's important that Nick is the one who starts this. Because, you uh-huh. know, you said you didn't pick up on the will there, won't they, between them. And, right. And I, I see those little things. But now things. watching it back, I feel like I was kind of like dense not to get it. Yeah. Because they so, do build it. Right. And Nick starts singing Time of My Life. Mm-hmm. And, Which uh, is the Dirty Dancing theme song. I the time of my life. And yeah. as they start singing it too, I think Coach doesn't know the words. He says something like, no. there's bears in my house. <laughs> yeah, Coach doesn't know it at all. Nick barely, barely knows, knows it. it. He says like something, something. Schmidt seems to Schmidt know it because he jumps in words. with uh, the like the other part a little yeah. bit, which I don't, I don't even really know that part. You're the one thing <laughs> I can't get enough of. There's a yeah. lot of singing in this episode of our podcast. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, Schmidt uh, knows all the words, and he seems excited to have an opportunity to sing them. <laughs> I think we've talked about this on earlier episodes, but I really like it when, especially in these pilots, well, really in any episode, I think it's cool when real music is like played in shows because mm-hmm. I think it's fun, you know, just to have it in there. It's mm-hmm. like movies and stuff, how movies have soundtracks, you know. Uh, but I think it's really cool when the music is integrated into the plot yeah uh, as it is here because it's just like it gives you that that feeling where you're like uh, like every time i hear that song i think of new girl now yeah so which you know i never well really i watched. think of dirty dancing, right but i've only but... seen dirty dancing <laughs> once and i've seen that episode of new girl many times yeah um so at this point all four of them the three guys plus jess are singing this song pretty loudly pretty loudly people are starting to stare yeah so they get thrown out of the restaurant the hostess comes back and she's like you guys are all gonna have to leave and as they leave i think they're still singing and also the real music does kick in and you can you know hear that over everything else and Mm -hmm. it's 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 a a fun fun moment yeah and then it kind of fades into the i guess the credit scene Mm -hmm. and um you see them all back at the apartment they're mm-hmm. watching Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. I, it seems like the guys haven't really watched it before. Or at least maybe some of them haven't. I feel like Schmidt has watched I mean, it I bet. Before. Oh, yeah. Schmidt probably has. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, you see the, the shot of uh, Patrick Swayze kind of jumping off the stage or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good shot. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Schmidt turns to Jess and he says in, in the most like serious kind of just like, you know, not not joking around or whatever kind of uh, voice. He says, listen, Jess, I know you've had a rough go with it. I just want you to know that, I mean, for me at least, no matter what, I would still totally do you. And uh, at that <laughs> yeah. point. And that's like a touching thing that he's, it's coming from a good place. <laughs> it's coming from it. a good place, but yeah. uh, Jess. In the know, hashtag me too moment that we're currently in, <laughs> I don't know well. that it works as well, but back in 2011, sure, this was sweet. But that kind of, uh, <laughs> the next little thing that happens, I feel like it sort of cements Jess's place as a member of this loft in this apartment because she's uh-huh. the one then that motions toward the douchebag douche jar. Yeah. And uh, and you know, they she jar, douchebag jar. Yeah, and they all, everybody kind of chimes in that yeah. he needs to like put money in the jar. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's the end of the episode. Of, yeah. Uh, uh, episode one, the pilot mm-hmm. is the p- episode title there for, for New Girl. That's a great show. It aired for it what was. seven seasons? Is that what we said? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And it like when the all the guys show up there, that was very much a nobody puts baby in the corner kind of moment, right? Mm-hmm. Like echoing the dirty dancing thing, which is interesting because when we watched this episode with commentary, they said Dirty Dancing was originally not even the movie she was watching. It was right. It was the sound of music. I don't think that would have worked as well. They couldn't get the rights to it or something like that, so they had to change it. And they were going to sing the 
those are my favorite things raindrops on roses yeah 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 that would not have things. been as good no i think that's kind of interesting when things happen just like the same thing with winston coming in with lamorne morris instead yeah, of yeah uh, everything just kind of came together to make things great i guess yeah the dirty dancing reference worked so much better it, it fit things in and it being like a romance movie and this is and this is a romantic comedy. This yeah, show is this a show romantic is a romantic comedy. comedy. Yeah, uh-huh, for sure. Uh, so before we talk about a couple other things, I want to do. I just want to say like what our recommendation would be for this show is mm-hmm. that if you've not watched New Girl, I think you should definitely watch it. I love it. I think it's so funny. Yeah, and it gets better from here. That I like the pilot, but it gets way better. It than gets the way pilot. better. And then um, I do think because it's seven seasons, I think it kind of dips a little bit, maybe around like the third season. I like season. Okay, I like seasons one and two a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't care for three seasons. Three seasons. <laughs> I don't care for season three. Season four gets back on track for me, and then again it starts to dip. Yeah, I think but that you kind of get that with most shows. Yeah, you get that with a lot. I do think there's a few episodes kind of in the middle where it's like, oh, what is going on? It gets mm-hmm. a little outrageous, um, but then it does. I think it picks back up, and then it's kind of hit or miss for the last couple mm-hmm. seasons. But, but I think that if you've never watched this show, it's definitely something to watch a little bit, and mm-hmm. then maybe just throw on. We do a lot of shows like that where it's like we watch a little bit of it, or you watch it, and I'm like mm-hmm. watching in the background, and I like enjoy it because I think it's just a, it's a great show. You know, I think it is up there for us with the shows like Parks and Rec with like yeah. Office where it's like, we'll just, hey, what do you want to do? Well, just throw a new girl. Yeah. Or I think we mentioned with um, Veep, like you can watch it again and again and you'll pick up new jokes. I think this is a show like that. It's like high joke density where every time you watch it, you pick up on more funny things. And it's also got that emotional draw to it too. Yeah, because there's Veep not doesn't have. No, Veep does not have that, no. <laughs> and uh, But there's... Because there's not just one love story going on, and I don't want to go no. into the details of everything, although they do plant the seed for uh, another one of the love stories in that pilot episode, but yeah, I don't want to spoil anything or anything like that, but... Yeah, there's love stories, but also character development. We talked a little bit about that yeah. earlier. So as far as um, the characters, I just wanted to mention, too, you know, we've got Nick, Jake Johnson. Most recently, he was in Spider-Man, Enter the Spider-Verse. Did not see that, mm-hmm. but he's been doing some voice Which acting Which is an stuff. animated show, so he's yeah. the... Just movie, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've got Schmidt, I guess, who's currently on The Neighborhood in, on CBS, which was renewed for a second season. So mm-hmm. uh, you got Max that going Greenfield. on, yeah. And um, then we already talked about Hannah Simone, um, and then Winston, who's not in the pilot. He's been in you know plenty of movies. He's in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Damon Wayans Jr. He was on a show, Happy Together, on CBS. I guess that got canceled after the first. He season. He was also but... in Happy Endings, which is one of our favorite shows, and which is why he didn't stay in new girl right mm-hmm. uh, oh also too you got uh jake johnson and damon waynes jr were also in let's be cops together which is oh yeah i forgot know, about it was that. okay it was it's just fine it was forgettable you but know it I, was I remember when enough. we saw it because it's i think it's rated r i think when we saw that movie that's they carted us they carted us at the movie theater they oh, thought yeah. that i was what do you have to be to see? You have to be seventeen to see a rated R yeah, movie. Yeah, we were a lot older than that, so I we were like, excited. <laughs> yeah, they thought I was sixteen years old. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, I mean, that movie's fine. It's it's nothing too special. Yeah, and then Zoe Deschanel obviously has been in a lot of things. She's also the founder of the website Hello Giggles, which right. is a pretty big uh, site. And we were excited about watching New Girl when it came out because Zoe Deschanel had been in 500 Days of Summer, mm-hmm. which I liked a lot with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, she was kind of the quintessential manic pixie dream girl, right. which is what this this show is kind of based around that manic pixie dream girl character. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. One thing, too, when I was looking up reviews of this show from when it came out, I did see there was a mix of positive and negative reviews, but I thought it was a little interesting. I'm going to read this little excerpt from a review from the AV Club where it says, this is something I'll delve into at, her, into at a later date, but New Girl lost a lot of potential viewers the moment Fox married a picture of Zoe Deschanel with the unfortunate portmanteau Adorkable, a series starring Mrs. Ben Gibbard as a nerdy, recently dumped 20-something moving in with three dudes was bound to encounter some hurdles in recruiting the more skeptical denizens of TV Nation. A marketing campaign establishing Deschanel's nerdy bona fides through cutesy wordplay built brick walls in front of those hurdles. And that's too bad, because the new girl pilot does more, does much more for De- Deschanel's character, Jess, 
then stick an advertising tagline on her. It allows her uh, to audition before an entire audience, and while that audition isn't exactly a smashing success, she definitely earns a callback. I, uh, when I was reading that review, as well as some other negative reviews, well, for one, I didn't get the negative hate. I don't remember the advertising campaign for it. I don't um, either. And I don't remember being turned off by it. I have so many problems with this review referring to Zoe Deschanel as Mrs. Ben Gibbard. Ben Gibbard being the... In 2011, the... when Zoe Deschanel was very famous, probably more famous than her husband at the time, Ben Gibbard. Right, Ben Gibbard, the uh, singer for Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah. She is more than that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird. I feel like maybe they were like trying to just like phrase it a different way and transition into the fact that she's like this hipster princess or whatever, yeah. but nah, I think not that a good was a look. different way to put that. I don't care for that at all. I don't think this review would have flew in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so at all. Although I can, if I put that aside and I try to look at um, where that review is coming from, I can see that the sh- the advertising for the show and even we talked about how the title makes it sound like it's just about this quirky girl the show is a lot more than that right Um, and you don't get that from the from the title or maybe from the marketing at the time well do you think they should have gone with the original working title for the show (laughs) which was chicks and dicks (laughs) I, i don't think so i don't like that any better i feel like new girl itself was probably a working title and it, it's not a great title no what, what do you think is a worse title though we were doing friends a couple of weeks ago and they had insomnia cafe as the oh, potential God. title um do you think that's better or worse than chicks and dicks <laughs> chicks and dicks sounds like a show that would air on fox for two episodes yeah it really does they're not great it's not it's really bad but so is new girl the show is so much better than its title i just don't know I don't know why they did that to themselves. Yeah, I don't know. It it is a good show, though. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Well, hey, this has been fun talking about New Girl. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's a show we love. Mm -hmm. Next week, we're going to talk about another show that we love. We're talking about Glow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a fun show. I'm psyched to to go back and watch that first episode of Glow, get back into it. I feel Mm -hmm. like season three is either filming right now, based on some Instagram feeds, it's either filming, and maybe it's coming out this summer. I think Glow usually comes out in the summertime. Yeah, I think so. So we'll be revisiting that pilot episode of Glow because uh, next weekend is WrestleMania weekend, so I'm getting psyched mm-hmm. up on some wrestling. So Yeah, Glow is all about the gorgeous the, ladies of wrestling. That's right. Which was a wrestling league back in the 1980s, right? Yeah, we'll call it a wrestling league. Sure, we could do that. Is that wrong? Nah, that's probably not the right word, but whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, hey, if you've never watched Glow, check that out on Netflix. Promotion? Is that the word? Uh, you could call it a wrestling promotion, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's much better. I hey, look at look that. At oh my gosh. Look at you. You're a regular, uh, uh, I was going to say a female wrestler, but uh, <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Thank you. Hey, there you go. Anyway, so, but if you've never watched uh, Glow on Netflix, you should check it out. Check out mm-hmm. at least the pilot episode yeah. and then uh, tune in next week on Monday when we're, we're going to be talking about Glow. So, hey. Until then, thanks for listening. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at Yumi and TV, on Twitter at Yumi and TV Pod, and on Instagram at Yumi and TV Podcast. And really, yeah, if you give us a uh, five star review on iTunes, Apple Podcast, that would be so awesome. Yeah, somebody did that. Who was it? Josh. Josh. Thanks, <laughs> Josh. Josh. I don't know. I don't know you, Josh. I don't think I know yeah. you. Um, also, thanks to Matt who gave us a five star review. But we know Matt. That's, we know Matt. Yeah. yeah. But no, really, that's really cool. <laughs> but thank cool. you, Matt. When I saw both of those reviews, I was like, oh my gosh, these people love the show. We don't know Josh, I don't think. So uh, we might, I mean, I know some exciting. Joshes, so it could be the Josh I know. If it's the Josh, if it, you know, comment on a Instagram post or send us a message or message or whatever and uh, say what's up. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Josh. Shout out to Matt. Yeah. <laughs> our, our biggest fans. Yeah, we oh, appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we have fun doing it, and I hope you guys have fun listening to it. So we'll be back on Monday with uh, with our episode on Glow. And um, until then, have a great week. Yeah, bye. Uh, bye. <laughs>